0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: How does firing Brian Harson and then searching for Auburn's next head football coach impact Auburn's recruiting?
0: Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter.
1: You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tiger. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Flaggerby. I mean, thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. We are joined by John Garcia, recruiting expert, boss man over all things football recruiting at Sports Illustrated. And I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football and college basketball recruiting sponsor across the Locked On Podcast Network. John, in case you didn't know, it's been a few weeks since we've chatted, but Brian Harson is no longer Auburn's head coach. H- how do you typically see the next few weeks be as far as recruiting goes, right? Because winning December is such a big deal in roster management in this modern version, this transfer portal heavy version of college football. How do you expect this to, to kind of play out over the next few weeks?
0: Well, it's got to be fast. I think that's become paramount, right? Even even before the whole transfer portal element was added to the craziness that is that roster management you mentioned. Now it's it. There's really there's no excuse to push it beyond the end of November into December. That that's kind of the window, right? I know that coincides with the end of the regular season, rivalry weekend, all those things. But really, it's about the portal, both adding where you need, and of course, more importantly for new staffs retaining the talent you want to retain throughout right. a, a transition. So speed is, is of course, so important. That's why we're starting to see these firings earlier and earlier, right? Last year was kind of the the tip of the iceberg from a precedent perspective. And I think that's why we're seeing a lot of the same in 2022 with September, October firing. So these, these coaches or these administrators, I should say, uh, these money folk, as we like to say down here yeah. in the South, it can get everything in order to 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 make their final pitches and and use the backdoor channels, all that fun stuff we're not allowed to talk about to right. make sure that they're in position when the time is right to to click all the buttons and say hey, this is this is the offer that you're going to be presented by School X. So time is of the essence. You have to do it as soon as possible. But of course, you need to allow yourself enough time to find the right person as well. so that's that's the dance that all these colleges are are playing right now. and And I think there's some, Obviously, great jobs out there, uh, but at this stage today, you know, November sixteenth, midweek, you got to feel like Auburn is among, if not the best, job available, and that's something the Tigers have to take advantage of relative to what the next couple of weeks could look like as as other jobs open up. So, of course, fascinating, but you got to be fast uh, regardless uh, when when you come out of this thing.
1: Yeah, and we'll mention some of those names. What you think the impact will be in a second, John? But you're you're close to a lot of Auburn's targets and a lot of Auburn's commitments. Have you spoken to any of them since Brian Harson's been fired? Are they just kind of waiting to see what's going on or some
0: into Auburn, no matter what? What are your thoughts here? Combination of both, right? I, I think when when you talk about those that have long been recruited by the Tigers, there is an understanding of the culture. I, I liken this open gig to that of uh, Wisconsin and Nebraska, where, All three of those programs, it feels like they're either going to, at a minimum, maintain kind of their level of recruiting or, if anything, enhance, depending on how the coaching search fills out. Because there is a culture. There's an understanding of what the university and and the value of the program will be regardless of who the head coach is. So that's obviously advantageous for auburn a lot of recruits have bought into that part of it certainly clay whedon is one of them i saw Dequavius Story sorry over the weekend another floridian say hey i'm locked in i'm done not going everywhere even though penn state florida state a bunch of other schools are at least curious in terms of continuing to communicate and then on the flip side you've got a few that are are clearly going to be open you know janoris wilson decommitted like the moment he heard brian harson was out was that weird to you no, this this happens every single year. Did he, uh,
1: did he think Harson was not going to get let go? Like he committed so late in the process.
0: That's why I thought it was odd. Look, some kids, some kids aren't as aware as we think. And some kids don't believe some of the chatter that, that does come across their proverbial desk. Uh, so he, he got his big sec offer and he jumped on it and then it changed. Right. So I think yeah. that's a different part of it. And I think at that same time, his stock was sort of rising, right? He transferred high schools. Lakeland High School now, super high profile in the state of Florida, and right. other offers came in simultaneously. So I think that one makes a little bit more sense to just kind of take a step back and reset. Same thing for Terrence Love, I think, uh, who's still committed uh, but certainly open to, to some of these other schools that are starting to court him. So sometimes uh, the, the recruit just happens to be on a bit of an ascent while a coaching change goes down. But the reactions have been mixed. But I, I do think, just like we saw in the transition from Malzahn to Harson. You're going to hold on to the majority of your recruits. So it becomes a question of how does the new staff inherit these recruits and then obviously attack late November, early December, recruiting ahead of that uh, December 21st uh, National Signing Day.
1: I think the the average Auburn fan's favorite recruit in this class right now is the guy you didn't mention, Jeremiah Cobb. There's rumblings that if you, if you want Jeremiah Cobb about a sneeze,
0: you better keep Carnell Williams. <laughs> Simple, right? I mean, and I think – Clearly, look, Carnell obviously survived uh, the last coaching change, and I think what he's done in this small window of being the interim coach, I think from from an energy and effort perspective, obviously we see a jump, right? And look, we saw that at Wisconsin. Again, I liken this to Wisconsin and Nebraska. We saw a jump in effort for both of those programs, but the difference is Cadillac Williams, no disrespect to Jim Leonard or Mickey Joseph at those schools, is such a legend, and it's so tied to that school. It's more recent, and it's at that position that you understand why he appears to be the no-brainer candidate to again survive a coaching transition. And look, Jeremiah Cobb is is maybe your best commitment, right? I know for us at Sports Illustrated, God, he's, he's incredible. as, as high-rated a guy as there is. We, we've, Clemson's tried to flip him. George is trying harder and more recently to flip him. This uh, this. is this, There's a reason why, right? This, it just so happens he's a Montgomery kid and, and has loved Cadillac from day one, and that's always been – What's pulled him to AU? Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know that continuity will be important regardless of of who the head coach may be down the line. But yeah, I, I think we see that every single cycle, and those those holdovers are are important in that regard uh, for continuity purposes, but also just for the fans and and the feel. Uh, that that's so important. Again, we always talk about perception in recruiting. Zach, th- that that is perception. Cadillac is his own perception at Auburn. You you can't have watched even a snippet on Twitter or, or Instagram of what yeah. has gone down, a snippet of his interviews, a snippet of the energy, the darn suit by itself, any of that kind of makes you say, okay, I get it. E- even yeah. if you didn't know what he did when, when he had the ball in his hands back, back in the day. So I, I think that's he, it's such a unique situation. We're going to see a lot of interns in, in this cycle have an opportunity to either win the gig or stay on board, and, and I think he's as likely as, as any other on this list because of those reasons in particularly um, what we've seen most recently. And, and it's hard to imagine that that would go the other way in the next couple games.
1: Lane Kiffin has emerged to be the favorite uh, to be Auburn's next head football coach. How would that impact recruiting? And what do you think the reaction would be across college football and this 2023 class and the transfer portal? We'll get John's thoughts on that in just a moment. Are you feeling like you can't get in shape? It's not your fault. As men age, uh, men's bodies naturally lose free testosterone, the man hormone. It happens to every man, and it can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. If you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, eugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients. Man-boosting is all you need to hear, folks. Nugenics Total T is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics Total T can help you re-energize your life and help you get back the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior you used to be now get a complimentary bottle of NuGenix total tea when you text college c-o-l-l-e-g-e college to two three one two three one text now and get a bottle of NuGenix thermo their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back uh in shape fast absolutely free just text college to two three one two three one John Garcia, our guest today. Let's assume, let's just play a game here. Let's just, let's just, just because this is fun to do. Let's assume Lane Kiffin is Auburn's next head football coach, which is awesome. I just (laughs) smile so big when we talk about that, even just the
0: hypothetical of it.
1: What do you think the reaction would be to Auburn football targets and current recruits?
0: Well, let me put it in context here. What what that name means to me in, in, in the state of Alabama, Back when Malzahn got let go, the only time I've ever pleaded for a university to contact a prospective coach was back then. Yeah, I, I tweeted. Um, I said something like, "Auburn, please, all caps, please call Lane Kiffin." Just, just if not just for the timeline, much sure. less football and recruiting and all that stuff, just for the the social media banter and the feel of of entertainment that would create. That was before, obviously this this huge turnaround that he's put together at old miss uh so i right. think now he's he's checked more boxes since that tweet was 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 sent off by yours truly so now it's like even more like it makes so much more sense obviously continuity in the state the entire reverse of of brian harson in terms of when he took the auburn job but he comes with a more uh tasteful offensive reputation that has now proven to become successful in, in very a, a variety of ways, right? You, you've seen him do it with the passing game. Now he's like the best. All of a sudden, he's the best run game coach in college football. On the field, I think it, it speaks for itself. From an entertainment value, I shouldn't have to explain anything. Sure. But in recruiting, he has adapted. You know, Everyone talks about Nick Saban's adaptations as, as the game has changed and, and as talent acquisition has changed. Obviously, he deserves his, his credit. But Lane Kiffin has adapted on the other side of it. When you don't have Alabama's resources, when you don't have that script A on your chest that can sell a kid by itself anymore, sure. and obviously he had that at one point, when you don't have it, he's found a way to, to supplement his roster with a combination of unique high school targets and, of course, a, a just a swarm of transfer portal acquisitions. So that recipe created instant success at Ole Miss and I believe it would happen to a, an even higher degree at Auburn just from a talent perspective because there is more familiarity and, and frankly it's it's just a higher ceiling gig it, it, it is what it is obviously Ole Miss has been great the last couple of years but there's a higher ceiling at Auburn right you have you have yeah. better pipeline states with, with the state of Alabama Georgia and of course Florida where Ole Miss tries to get into but can't consistently stay in the border states for Mississippi are Alabama, where we're just talking about. And of course, Louisiana, right. where it's really hard to pull recruits out of there. It's just, it's a higher ceiling gig on the surface level. And if you look deeper, you get into the resources, you get into the prestige, and you get into other elements that, frankly, you know, Ole Miss can't compete with relative to the Auburn Tigers. So this would be whatever full tilt Lane Kiffin is. If we haven't seen it yet in college football from, from all perspectives, this would give him the opportunity to be full tilt because it's it's been it's ironic right his biggest complaint is nil it's the portal it's it's the navigation of talent acquisition relative to what it used to be yeah now he's on the other side of that argument as auburn has doubled and i guess tripled down on their their nil philosophies uh over the last 12 months re- really since the summer in particular but over the last 12 months overall it's been an overhaul in the right. nil potential at au so now he'd be on the total other side of that argument on top of it so from a resource perspective it would also be something that he hasn't come across as a head coach uh so it's just fascinating to consider uh it would obviously be the the biggest worry for the folks in tuscaloosa and again i think it would Mm. be it would be the most galvanizing hire in college football of this cycle almost regardless or independent of anything else that could go down uh we don't expect the craziness of last year uh you know, in terms of volume and in terms of uh, surprise moves, Brian Kelly to LSU, Lincoln Riley to USC right. in particular, we don't expect that to a degree. But even if something like that starts to happen, this could still be the biggest lightning rod focal point of of the entire coaching carousel, which creates its own momentum. So I, I think it'd be uh, as big a home run as, as there could possibly be in terms of year-to-year or staff-to-staff.
1: Yeah, I, I think it would be conference-altering. I mean, I, th- I think that it, it would be that big – of a hire, John. And I did, uh, I, I drive up to Montgomery on Wednesdays to, to co-host the max Roundtable with Doug Amos and Alabama fans calling in like they don't want it to happen. They don't want it of to happen. Not. Uh, I think there's com- some concern there and the folks that call in and say, Oh, it, it just won't work. If, if they hire link, if it's just not going to work. And then you ask why, and they, they don't have an answer. They can't explain it. Um, to me, that's even more of a reason for John Cohen to do whatever it takes to finish this job,
0: yeah, and uh, there's irony there, right? Obviously John Cohen coming from from MSU. So th- this is, again, this would be uh, outside of you know something unprecedented, right? Yeah, like, you know, Dabble Sweetie or just somebody that's not even in the conversation, Ryan Day com- coming down to the planes, outside of those names that are just you know, no matter what they do, it's it's going to change things and shake it up. I think this is about as as worst case a scenario as as it could be for the folks in Tuscaloosa especially when you you think about the now right you know Alabama's yeah. going to be very different going forward the, this crop is is leaving Tuscaloosa and you know his age is popping up Nick Saban's age is popping up it's 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 becoming more prevalent on the recruiting trail with other schools in terms of the ammunition that they use and Lane Kiffin in a lot of ways is the antithesis of right. Nick Saban you know Nick Saban old school discipline defense all this stuff that a lot of folks don't love as much as they used to. Lane Kiffin, youth, funny, social, offense. I mean, just the antithesis in every way. And he's worked for him, So he actually knows how he works and credits Nick for his development, his resurgence, whatever we want to call it, over the last four or five years or so. So it's its a movie script, really. If Lane yeah. Kiffin is at Auburn, it is a movie script relative to Alabama and Nick Saban. And journalistically, again, it's why he's the only coach I've ever pleaded a university to call uh it was a couple years ago in 2020 but obviously uh i wouldn't be mad if it happened in 2022
1: what's up with all miss people saying that auburn's not a better
0: job than that that's crazy right outside of win loss record and maybe tailgating uh in the last few years uh, i think you you can easily make the argument uh again from a recruiting perspective your pipeline states are better your in-state rival which used to it's Mississippi state at Ole Miss. Obviously it's Alabama for Auburn right. Your in state rival recruits nationally. So in the better state, you have a bigger pool for the talent because your enemy is, is going further away from home more times oh, than not. That's interesting. Right. So even yeah. in state, you have a better opportunity at Auburn versus Ole Miss where one, it's hard to get kids out of Mississippi and two, Kids grow up on one side or the other, and there's not a whole lot of pull relative to what's happening on the field there. You kind of are what you are over there. We see it fluctuate more in the state of Alabama. And again, Alabama is going to recruit California and Texas and Ohio and New Jersey just as much as they are closer to home. So that allows the opportunity, the ceiling for Auburn's talent acquisition to be that much better. And we just talked about it with Lane Kiffin, the resources. His top and chief complaint is, is NIL money resources and the pool that you're you're theoretically using as a backdoor recruiting tool that doubt all those frustrations erase uh, immediately should auburn uh pull him away from oxford so i think one-to-one it's really hard to make the argument outside of again the on-field product in the last two seasons and you know maybe some some non-football items as to where uh old miss is the better gig and better record uh, but, but he's also part of the, the biggest reason why uh, that, that has changed so so often. So it, it's, it's understandable if, if that's your school and, and that's kind of where you pull. But from a national perspective and even regionally, uh, it's not particularly close. Auburn is a better job one-to-one than Ole Miss.
1: John, there's something that happened this past weekend, and it has a lot to do with recruiting. I want to get your thoughts on it. But Lane Kiffin, he had to see it. He had to see it. I'll explain what that is in just a moment. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bet Bet BetOnline is the best place to wager on all of your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional team. And, of course, college football as it wraps up and enters into bowl season. And, of course, college basketball as well. Be sure to check it out. BetOnline. It's where the game starts. John Garcia of Sports Illustrated. So in Oxford, there was a top 10 matchup, right? And then in Auburn, there were two, three, and six teams going at it. It's been well documented. There were more prospects and targets that chose to go to the battle of the two, three, and six teams over the battle of the two top 10 teams. And what Jordan-Hare Stadium was Saturday night was crazy. It was immaculate. What Carnell Williams built and generated was Awesome. Have you talked to anyone who went and was, was there at Jordan Hare Stadium this past Saturday as a recruit?
0: Yeah, just a sense of wonderment. <laughs> like you said, it was just a, a spectacle to be seen. And I think the timing of it, right? Coaching change, Cadillac Williams, hometown hero. Yeah. The new facility, the, the, re, uh, the reassurance of the, the future of Auburn uh, from an NIL perspective, and a game where, look, even though A and M's record was what it was, it's 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 still A and M, right? It's it was the most talked about program in the entire off season in college football right. because of NIL and recruiting, the two things that again are are factoring into so much of of this search. Um, so it was kind of the perfect storm timing wise for Auburn to you know remind its targets, hey, this is this is still something you need to check out. And I think again, that's why I liken it to some of these other schools where culture comes before personnel in a lot of ways because once you go down there and experience it or up there in some cases it's different it feels different that's why you're going to retain again more commitments than you lose unless the new staff just hates all the previous evaluations or something crazy that's part of the reason why it's about the school and its culture just as much as it is about the potential of its football program which is still super important on, on that campus so Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it, you know, top 10 matchup, not as many recruits as as the uh, the three and six matchup. But that's that's recruiting. That's what you have to build. And I think that's youth. And I think that's a lot of 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 the ceiling and the potential of Auburn one to one again versus versus Ole Miss had great players on campus at Ole Miss. um, But yeah, the ceiling was, was much higher in terms of true star power with, with what we saw in terms of visiting the plane. So that's a great way to put it. And again, it's the biggest home game at Oxford and however many, many years. And yeah. Auburn out does it with an interim coach. Really hard to beat. John,
1: have you heard any comments from Auburn targets and general uh, recruits uh,
0: for uh, them unveiling their new practice facility? I mean, that thing is, it's incredible. It's so important. It's not talked about enough. I think NIL has replaced that, but we used to talk about the arms race, right? That used to mean facilities weight rooms, locker rooms, how how comfortable are you as a human being staying in the football facility, which you look, every coach wants that, right? It just minimizes the opportunity for, you know, bad activity or trouble or any of that stuff. How, how likely are you to stick around in this football facility all day and night in between classes and whatever else you got going on that, that number, that percentage, whatever it is, just went up. Uh, at Auburn there's really no way to to look at it otherwise I think the players reactions the current players reactions I I think hit home uh really smart production there from from the Auburn uh, multimedia department that's where you see the difference Uh, so if the current players who have already gone through the recruiting process and most likely have seen multiple big time facilities if they feel such a jump at their own facility just imagine what 16 17 18 year olds are feeling Having gone and, and visited, and I think that's another selling point to for, for recruits to get to Auburn here before signing day. Right, check it out and, and see where it's at. We, we've seen some of these new facilities. I think Florida just unveiled one as well, where that's become a bigger part of the conversation. It's like a throwback. It's like that that yeah. still matters. You know, it's like saying education or or playing time or winning still matters in recruiting, even though all we talk about is NFL and NIL. All these other elements matter. Uh, as well, because every kid is is a little bit different on top of that. So uh, I think, again, the the timeliness of all these things happening at once, it has been really advantageous for Auburn. And I think they're going to continue to spill that momentum into the new hire itself. And it's going to be once this hire is made, especially if it's Kiffin or, or gosh, Dion and some of these other names that are out there. It's going to be one of these runs that we talk about uh, going into next season. Like, you know, now these freshmen are going to be able to contribute and, and help turn this thing around right away. And, again, the precedent of this year is now showing us that that's possible. Right? Look at USC. Look at LSU. Right. Look at these programs. Look at Oregon. My goodness. First-year coaching staffs with with two or less losses in the top ten with with a lot to play for as the weather gets very, very cold. I mean, that's all you could ask for. And now – the combination of that and the portal and NIL and all that allows you to do it immediately as opposed to, well, we'll see in two or three years, how it goes. The ceiling is a lot different nowadays. And, and again, the timing of all of this is just lining up so perfectly for Auburn. And I think they're going to fall forward.
1: John Garcia. uh, Thank you so much for your time. As always, how can people check out everything you got going on?
0: Yeah. Well, bug me on Twitter, please. Alabama fans, John Garcia underscore Jr. And of course we're working heavy, and hard there at si.com slash college, uh, new rankings coming out very soon. SI 99 update as we get closer to our, our countdown deciding day coverage. So it's exciting times right now. Check us out.
1: You can find all of my written work at auburn daily.com. We'll see you tomorrow right here on locked on Auburn. Hey prime members. You can listen to this locked on podcast
0: ad free on Amazon music. Download the Amazon music app today.